This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. This is your girl, Audra, and you are listening to Community, where we talk about unique pathways and one common goal. And all of you that's been on this journey with me know exactly what I'm going to say next. I am absolutely over the moon excited to have this particular person in the studio with me today. Young lady, would you introduce yourself, please? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, Hey, listeners, this is Raina Baker. Yes, 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 yes. So, Raina Baker, how did we meet, girl? So I actually was trying to pinpoint the exact time that we met. All mm-hmm. I know is Fellowship Chapel. Yes. Um, Anton Johnny is coming to mind. Mm-hmm. We've Leadership Academy. But mm-hmm. I can't remember when. It just feels like I Osmo- just know you forever. Yes. <laughs> yes, osmosis, osmosis. So I was that quiet pew member until, you know, maybe about 10 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've watched you grow. Um, I've watched you blossom. Um, you know, just a source of pride. I've talked about you to, you know, anybody that'll listen, you know, about, um, you know, what I saw. Right. And so worship leader, (laughs) you know, um, you know, coming back home, you know, from college and all the things that you've been able to do. So we're going to get deeper into that. But yeah, it was just kind of been osmosis. Yeah. Fellowship love. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. So, um, Raina, what does community mean to you? So I've been exploring that word a lot lately, especially since becoming a mother. I gave birth in 2017 to my daughter, Zahira, and it was so important for me to build a bigger community for us. Mm -hmm. So I went to Howard in 2009, and I I love it. It was absolutely one of the best experiences of my life. Yeah. Um, But community expanded for me there. I Mm -hmm. literally don't have any friends from Howard. That's Mm -hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I could call people from Howard now and say I'm in a crisis and they will be here. Yes. And so as I matured in my understanding of community and then moved back to Detroit, I recognized I don't really feel like I have that here. Mm-hmm. There are, are staple people, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't either curated my village or leaned into it enough. Right. So with her, uh, with my daughter, I was conscious to bring my friends in closer, Um Get mm-hmm. closer to my doula, find mm-hmm. a counselor, yeah. um, and understand that because her dad and I are not together, mm-hmm. um, that our family doesn't have to look nuclear like right. we we're taught. Mm-hmm. We have um, a bigger village that I'm that I'm leaning into, and those are that's our community. Right. So community to me is um, the diaspora. Mm-hmm. It is tribal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's artistic. So yeah. I've got my. My poets over here, my healers here, yeah. you know, my activists there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't always mix. Right. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a true to sign Virgo. So I'm like, no, community has to look like this. Friendships <laughs> have to look like this. But what my cancer baby taught me is to be fluid. Yeah. 
and to just embrace what is. Right. And so, you know, you mentioned your your college community. Uh, would you share with the audience, um, what is that like? So you went to one of the, you know, iconic HBCUs. Would you just kind of share what that's like? You know, you left sure. Detroit and, and you went to D.C. And, you know, what was that like? It was like a different world, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very insecure in high school about, my aesthetic, you know, I had locks at a very young age, and mm-hmm. I struggled with the skin and this body type. And mm-hmm. I got to Howard, and I felt like a goddess. I'm like, <laughs> I have yes. found my home. Yes, um, yes. So I, I quickly found people I connected with through mm-hmm. organizations. I pledged a Pan African organization called Ubiquity Incorporated, mm-hmm. um, and that was in alignment with what I believed in terms of community and family. Mm-hmm. And being a part of that organization as a freshman helped me matriculate through college and yeah. really built my base. Mm-hmm. But I never, ever, ever denounced Detroit. Right. Any, any of my people can tell you I am a diehard Detroiter. Of course. And when I go to D.C., I have on something from Detroit, mm-hmm. and I will always defend re- Detroit and right. um, remind New Yorkers that New York wouldn't be what it is without Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was important for me to, in any experiences that I've had, to always keep Detroit in mind because Howard is is called the Mecca, mm-hmm. but I consider Detroit a Mecca too for yes. for transportation, creativity, mm-hmm. for Black radical traditions, yes. um, for culture, mm-hmm. and so I um, was vehement mm-hmm. <laughs> and passionate about about Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I'm just beaming right now. <laughs> if you guys could see me, I'm just beaming. Uh, and so uh, in in this next segment, uh, Miss Raina. Um, you know, you, you pretty much segued it. You know, how old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? I think I really started to see Detroit at 17. Mm-hmm. Right before I left, I wrote a poem about what it's like just walking through the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't grow in that love until I returned in 2014 after being away in college, living in D.C. for a year. Mm-hmm. I came back home and I'm like, you don't have to push young talent to Atlanta or LA or New York or Chicago. Like it's here and the seeds are here. Detroit just needs water. Yeah. Yeah. Can you repeat that one more time? (laughs) Your your mama Audra needs you to repeat that so it can resonate. Sure. The the seeds are here. Detroit just needs water. Yeah. 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 Raina, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep rolling. I'm just, I'm just in awe of you, <laughs> young lady. I am. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back, okay? You have a brilliant mind. Projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. VW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. Give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your projects shine, we smile. Okay, we are back. You are listening to Community, where we talk about unique pathways and one common goal. And I got one of my fellowship young people here. Uh, and I'm just, I'm full. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm proud. And, um, and so, Raina, you know, we were talking about uh, 
you know, how old you were when you fell in love with Detroit and um, a lot of the work that you do, you know, is directly connected to um, our legacy. Mm -hmm. And so uh, in this part of the show, you know, I ask you, what up, doll? Mm -hmm. And then you tell me what you're working on. Cool. Okay. Sure. Okay. So, so I am currently the community program manager at Motown Museum. Mm -hmm. I oversee all of the creative programming, um, the entertainment that's open to the public, and anything, honestly, that's blackity black. Yeah. I probably have my hand in that. <laughs> um, I uh, Two of the programs that I'm most proud of are, are Motown Mike, the mm -hmm. spoken word series, which pays homage to the Black Forum label. Mm -hmm. And that was Motown's um, spoken word division. And a lot of people don't know, you've got... Kwame Ture, also known as Stokely Carmichael, recorded on there, The yeah. Last Poets of Mary Baraka, mm -hmm. but also Dr. King's March on Washington speech mm -hmm. happened here first, right. and we have the recording. So mm -hmm. I'm always excited to leverage our history and remind people of what Detroit is made of in that way. And mm -hmm. I also um, just wrapped up Amplify the Sound of Detroit, which is a singing competition. Okay, But for me, it's never just an educational moment or a competition. I don't really get into those. Right. It's always about having an intergenerational conversation, building community, mm -hmm. and, and providing a platform of opportunity for our artists. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I don't see Detroit as this small space. I think it's magical, and I, I love putting on programs that remind people of our voices. Yeah, yeah. And so that... Um the the uh, singing competition. What's the name of it again? Amplify. Amplify. And so, uh, where is that held? Is it annually? When, yep. when does when does it happen? So that's an annual program. Last year was our inaugural year. Mm -hmm. um, this year we just took it up a notch. Yeah. And so I I literally sit at the table with Usher's MD, Lady Gaga's MD, and they're like, we just want to be a part of it. Yeah. And they're so humble and and easy to work with. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you're. You're Beyonce, <laughs> MD. Right. <laughs> but it happens in the fall every year. This year was in October with the grand finale in November. Okay. Um, and so we get applications. We had over 100 people from Metro Detroit apply. Mm -hmm. um, we hold our preliminary rounds at Dime. Okay. And then we select 8 to 12 um, finalists to go on to the grand finale. Mm -hmm. And they're singing a Motown song, but it doesn't have to be classic. They can add trap. They can add gospel, reggae, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But what's unique is that we don't just say pick a song, show up, and sing it. Right. They rehearse with our band mm -hmm. that's put together by these brilliant music directors. They go through artist development. They have a vocal coach, a style coach. Yeah. Um, they work on stage presence. And so we kind of emulate this Motown machine. Right. And um, then we see the finished product on stage. So okay. that's exciting. Okay. And then where is the, the, that final um, exhibit? Uh, yeah, the grand finale grand is finale. at the Garden Theater. Okay. That's I love that venue. And yeah. It's black owned and that's like family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's powerful. And um just a little plug, who was the winner this year? Summer Golden. Yes. Chapel. <laughs> and I have to say, because Summer is my god sister, I don't have anything to do with the right, judging. Right. And I try to stay far away from it when it's mm -hmm. somebody I know. So mm -hmm. they know I didn't right. I didn't mess with the scores. Right, <laughs> right. And um, you know, just that is it's powerful, you know, for her to be able to go through and she's just such a you know, beautiful person inside and out. And mm -hmm. so to see that. For sure. Yeah. And so you guys do some things with Dime. Mm -hmm. So it's like a collaboration kind of thing. Yeah, we have a partnership. We use their space a lot. And a lot of their students either participate in our um, in our summer camp as coaches and facilitators or mm -hmm. they um, apply for the competition. So Okay. And and you guys, uh, the, the Motown Museum is on the... the um, 
you're getting ready to do this phenomenal expansion, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so you had a uh, a star-studded uh, ribbon cutting and some celebration mm-hmm. around that. What was that like? You know, Motown 60th was crazy um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it was literally a weekend of like 11 events. Wow. Um, what was exciting for me is to see that the community is still excited about it. Mm-hmm. And beyond us expanding the brick and mortar, um, I'm excited about the programming and that it will no longer just be a treasure for Detroit, but a community resource. Yeah. So I want to see artists in there um, making music again. Yeah. And we're not uh, a record company at all. I have to mm-hmm. remind people of that before they give me their CDs. Mm-hmm. But we will, have, <laughs> we will have resources for, right. for our talent in the area. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. Yeah. You know, we, we you, you can't recreate, you know, that particular sure. thing, but you can uh, build upon that, you know, and, and mm-hmm. let that legacy move move forward. So, Absolutely. yeah, it's powerful. So uh, another reason why, you know, it was very important for you to be here is that uh, the Leadership Academy. Mm-hmm. And if I, I would love for you to just kind of give some background on that. And then when is the event? When is it coming up? Okay. Sure. So Youth Leadership Academy is a, a nonprofit out of the James E. Wadsworth Junior Community Center. And this um, particular program provides opportunities for young people who are interested in entrepreneurship and business, but it really exposes them to traditional and non-traditional career pathways. Mm-hmm. And this year, I got roped into <laughs> co-chairing yes. alongside uh, my sister and soror, Erin Keith. Yes. And because we are very left millennials, we're going to put our <laughs> spin on it this year, and we're going to... Um, Introduce young people to careers in agriculture, social mm-hmm. justice, the mm-hmm. nonprofit industry, skills trades, um, healing professions. And yes. So we may have somebody in there doing Reiki, but yeah. we want them to understand that these are sustainable careers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that they're interested in these more left um, professions, if you will. So this year's theme is um, centered around the census. So mm-hmm. it's stand up and be counted. Mm-hmm. And so we're focused on inclusion. So that we'll definitely talk about marginalized communities mm-hmm. for skills trades. Of course, we want to have a woman in there because women do skills trades yes. or they're in that industry. Um, so we're super excited about that. The event is Saturday, March 15th, mm-hmm. and we're going to make it all day. Right. So it's going to be nine to four, maybe five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have some... Um, some heavy hitters in, in various industries there, and we'll also give out awards to mm-hmm. two community leaders who are doing profound work. Okay, okay, very good. And so I love the expansion, and you guys putting your spin on it, mm-hmm. um, you know, with uh, the different industries that will be uh, represented. And mm-hmm. so as a community with, um, you know, the trauma that we continue to experience, um, it's very important for us to be self-directed mm-hmm. and know that we can do and get into industries that are non-traditional. Absolutely. So if if I'm not that young person that sees myself going through eight years of college, there are some things out here and opportunities and uh, pathways that I can take to where I can sustain myself Absolutely. and my family, mm-hmm. as well as help with the energy of uh, healing our community. Absolutely. Yeah, so powerful, powerful, powerful. Um, I actually uh, would love to connect the National Association of Black Women in Construction Oh, that would be great. Uh, yeah, I'm a member of uh, that organization, and so I'll make sure that our president is is, is connected. Okay. And, and, you know, we can support. Okay. That's beautiful. Okay. Very good. Thank yeah. you. Um, and so, Raina, you you know, you're connecting into some other things, right? So uh, you have these gifts. So what else are you working on? So I am a writer, and I recently have 
you know, I've been calling myself a storyteller because that's what really fascinates me is telling, mm-hmm. helping other people tell their stories and articulating what they sometimes don't have the words to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am finally sitting down and organizing my poetry mm-hmm. so that I can publish next year. Okay, excellent. So I'm working on my book and my brother is a visual artist and he's mm-hmm. designing the cover. Excellent. And I'm, I'm super excited about that because we knew our gifts at an early age, mm-hmm. but we never did anything together right so i've had him paint at poetry shows that i wasn't performing at and now it's time for us to to really leverage our relationship and create something beautiful so i'm hoping to um i will publish that next year yes um excited to work with may's printing mm-hmm. and um, just keeping it in the spirit of of blackness and you know and celebrating women who are in that industry right so i'm excited and hoping to have a launch mm-hmm. that is inspired by um all the women who have influenced me creatively. Okay, very good. So with the storytelling and assisting others with storytelling, you will have some type of consultancy around that? or Yes. So know. I'm going to shout out my best friend, Terrence White. This is for you. I mm. need you to build my website. And <laughs> I have no idea how money works. I'll mm-hmm. just be honest. I'm okay. a barter system kind of girl. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll write this for you if you can do this or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to quantify my services. Mm-hmm. And so that has been one of the holdups for me as a creative. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to help me get some numbers around services because I do everything for free or my motto has been if it's for community but right. everything is for community and that's not always sustainable so right. um he's going to help me with my website and i am hoping to provide services in um artist management yes because i i have fallen into that um mm-hmm. consulting with storytelling storytelling and brand management mm-hmm. but also on the spiritual side i'm i'm hoping to become a certified doula yes and so i want to offer those services mm-hmm. um and I've had artists approach me and say, I just feel creatively constipated. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to help you flush your system. That's what I do. <laughs> um, I've had people ask me to write their wedding vow. Yeah. Or pour libations at, at their at their ceremony. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this yeah. is a thing. And it's so a thing. I'm grateful for people who saw that in me because mm-hmm. I kind of, my mom says I throw dust on my divinity. But I kind of just sit back like, uh. And then my sisters or my friends will say, can you do this for me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I, I guess I have to. Right, so. <laughs> right, right. so, yes. Yeah. And so that divinity, you know, the, the light has been very bright your whole life. So when I encountered you, you know, I saw it. Thank so it's, it's there. And so also, uh, um, Raina, I want to connect you with some resources around, um, you know, the monetization mm-hmm. of your gifts. And there's no... Uh, guilt around that. There's no yeah. separation from the spirituality that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you deserve to be paid well for yeah. what you bring to community. Mm-hmm. And when you're paid well and you can sustain yourself, then you're able to do some other things right. um, intentionally because mm-hmm. you, you have that comfort to be able to do that. So um, I avail myself and hopefully we can continue this I conversation. I appreciate all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, the timing, you know, the doula, um, the timing, you know, we the statistics have been shared with us, the trauma that black mm-hmm. women go through in bringing forth uh, birth and yeah. in, 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 in life. And so uh, for you to know that that's a calling on your life, that's yes. powerful. And uh, I, I want to credit um, Fellowship again, Mama Maya Reynolds, who yeah. was my doula, mm-hmm. um, because I've learned so much from her, from the pouring of libations to just yeah. being a womanist yeah. in religious and spiritual mm-hmm. spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I literally was in excruciating pain and not even speaking English to my mom in the hospital. And mm-hmm. she said, well, I got to get Mama Maya on the line. Yeah. And she said, Raina, this is what warrior women do. This is the moment we've been waiting for. And I just straightened up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's time. So, yeah. um, but the doctors, because I, I wanted to have a very um, traditional for African people birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't happen that way. I ended up at Hutzel Hospital, but I forgot I was in hospital. That was the kind of experience she curated. Okay. And the doctors yielded to her because mm-hmm. she had purification oil and lavender. Yeah. And they were just like, Okay, well, Miss <laughs> Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. But but I recognize how her advocating for me and knowing what I wanted in that space was so meaningful because I was like, don't wipe my baby off when she comes out. Don't mm-hmm. cut the cord until this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of lose your mind in childbirth. And right. so she was able to say, no, we're going to wait. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so important that, that we have that advocacy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. Mama, 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 <laughs> Mayo was there with you. Yes. That's beautiful. That's yep. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to go deeper in spirituality and inspiration. Okay. Okay. All right. The team here at Izzy is super duper excited to announce the expansion of our services. We now provide eco-friendly commercial janitorial services, post-construction cleaning, and subscription strategic beautification services. The Detroit area has praised our work along corridors, so bringing our signature strategic beautification indoors not only makes sense, it allows us to continue to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. Give us a call today for eco-friendly commercial janitorial, post-construction cleaning, or subscription strategic beautification services. Contact Izzy at 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-49943. Or email us at info at IzzyLLC.com. Hey everyone, you are back with Community. We talk about unique pathways and one common goal. And I have one of my fellowship babies with me. She's all grown up and she's a mama now, Miss um, Raina Baker. And uh, Raina, even before we go to spirituality, um, would you share your contact information? So if I'm someone and you know I I have these these gifts and and I'm you know creatively constipated and you know all of these things. How how may I reach you so that you can help me navigate and and bring all my my gifts and creativity to light? Thank you for that. Um, mm-hmm. You can email me at Raina R A I N A B as in boy dot intersection at gmail dot com or follow me on Instagram at Raina R A I N A Rising R I S I N G. Yes, 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 yes. And so, Miss Raina, um, you know, having the foundation of, you know, growing up in Fellowship Chapel and, you know, you're a mom now and you have, um, you know, a career and, and, and all of that and, um, you know, your relationship with HBCU and <laughs> Howard University, the iconic Howard University. Um, what, what does your spirituality look like for you right now at this moment? What does that look like? So I, I'll backstep a little bit because it's important for me to, to say this out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up at Fellowship, started there when I was two and a half, three years old. And so 
I had always identified as Christian. Mm-hmm. And I got to college, and I and I started exploring these different faiths, or mm-hmm. sitting in the mosque or the bembe, mm-hmm. and I was so anxious because I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. <laughs> all black people ain't Christian, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and there are so many other walks, and so right. I'm grateful for how we're like a lot of people say, why would you want to go to an all black college when you've been around all black people your whole life, mm-hmm. but I had not been around people from Trinidad right. or Kenya or even Chicago right. every day. So there was a culture shock and they brought, um, we all brought something unique to the table, including our, our faiths. Mm-hmm. So my best friend, um, Sabor in DC is an Ifa priest and he is like my spiritual, one of my spiritual soulmates. Mm-hmm. So I trust him with, with the intimate parts of me. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to Yoruba and yeah. voodoo. And yeah. it wasn't scary. Right. Because it wasn't from the lens of um, of Western theology. Right. Which we which demonizes who we are right. as, as traditional African people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got away from the church. I still show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't bash any faith, but mm-hmm. I recognize um, the beauty of taking taking a little bit from everything. Yeah. So it's not for me about being a lukewarm Christian. It's just understanding that the most high God is a lover of all things good. Yes. And so I'm somebody who meets God in the barbershop or the grocery store, wherever I get these spiritual downloads. Um, And so I was was really into Islam for a minute because Mm -hmm. my daughter's father is Muslim, or at least Monday through Thursday he is. Um, (laughs) But then I (laughs) fell into to Ifa, and I'm like, all of it's good. Yes. And so I might be at church, but I'll also go to Boston Tea Room and get some crystals when, you know, I mm-hmm. need to feel grounded or whatever it is. So right. that's what I want my daughter um, and all my children, mm-hmm. the children to come to to be free in their expression yeah. and to not limit God right. in a box. Right. So I'm teaching right. my two-year-old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have church in here. Yes. But <laughs> yes. I'm teaching my two-year-old now about physical boundaries and mm-hmm. autonomy. Mm-hmm. And just and that'll lead into conversations about full-on expression. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to ever feel stifled or like she can't come to me um, as my daughter and say, well, I conceptualize God this way. Mm-hmm. I want her to be totally okay with that because it's it's not wrong. Right. So spirituality for me sometimes means going to church mm-hmm. and communing with my ancestors who were, walked that way. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it means setting intentions with my at my altar or using my crystals, praying, yeah, yeah. or just being um, just being in a space with her because children are such a direct reminder of God's grace. Mm. And people laugh at me, but my father became my ancestor in 2010, and I talked to him. Yeah. I consult him. Like, he literally has, he gave me a download, a powerful download in June. It was Father's Day about this guy I was dating. Mm -hmm. And he was not treating me um, the way I deserve to be treated. Mm -hmm. And I just ended it. Mm -hmm. Because my dad was like, absolutely not. Mm. And I've learned when your ancestors try to guide you, you can avoid a lot of pain and trauma if you just listen. If you listen. Right. And that's real. Yeah. So that's what spirituality looks like for me. It also is, um, I struggle with anxiety, mm-hmm. and it's not something that I can pray away, but it, I am mindful to pray to get grounded. Mm-hmm. And so spirituality for me sometimes looks like going to see my counselor and, and recognizing that she's somebody God put in my life. And so I use the resources that he gave me instead of just saying, fix it, 
right. not a magician. Right, right, right. Yeah. And and so, you know, the, the, the wisdom and knowledge that you've gained through uh, your journey, using all of that, yep. right, to activate the Most High God in yes. you, right? Yes. And so it just, um, again, I'm just... I'm over the moon just <laughs> with talking to you about this, right? Yeah. Uh, because the most high, there's no limit. Mm-hmm. So we, it, however, as an individual, we recognize um, that power, mm-hmm. you know, we can't say is wrong, yeah. right? And then also uh, with, um, you know, our journey as black people, mm-hmm. right? We have all the remnants of all of the ways that we worship. Yeah. Right? Sun and the moon and the stars and, you know, all of that. You know, Mother Earth and, yeah. you know, the connection that we have. And so I, it's just absolutely beautiful to hear you. Um, you've always been a, a great orator. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to um, express that, yeah. you know, and, and know that you can pour into your, your daughter and she can be free. Yes. You know, because it's something when you can be free and know that you belong to the most high and you can express that, what can come of that, right? Exactly. You know, to know that your creativity, the things that we could come up with if we didn't have all that bounding, right? And so I'm just grateful um, to hear firsthand, you know, where you are in your journey. Thank you. You know, for, for Raina and also for your daughter, you know, and as a mother, it's just absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. So, um, inspiration. So you get up every day. You do the good work. So you're 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 a phenomenal mom. You know, you're tuned into community. Um, you know, that's part of your DNA. Uh, you do wonderful work with the Motown Museum. Mm-hmm. What is it every day to get up and do the good work? What is it's it? It's all of that, but it would definitely what fuels me is my daughter. Mm-hmm. Because she just, I haven't really verbalized this in such a public space either, but I really feel like I had a nervous breakdown when I was pregnant with her because mm-hmm. everything was flipped on its head. Mm-hmm. And my counselor is very spiritual and a womanist, and she said, this, this child is coming and telling you, you got to fill up so mm. that you can show up for her. Mm. And I was telling people, this child isn't here doing voodoo to me. Like, I'm questioning things that I thought were just, and I don't know if I've shared this, but I am a true to sign Virgo. Mm-hmm. And so I felt grounded in these things my whole life. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Or there was a lot of trauma that bubbled up. And so um, that's what led me to my spiritual path. I mm-hmm. recognized my, my gifts from God, but I also recognized this trauma that I was carrying, mm-hmm. and all of it was not mine. Right. And so I'm like, I got to dig deep because some of this got to be ancestral or somebody mm-hmm. didn't do their work. So mm-hmm. I have to do my work mm-hmm. for her. Right. But she will not allow me to be anything but authentic. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, I don't, she's been here before, mm-hmm. certainly. My yeah. grandmother. Transitioned on February 6, 2017, and my daughter was born July 6, 2017. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel my daughter kick until my grandmother took her last breath. Wow. And she is just Eddie May, like, mm-hmm. in so many ways. I'm like, who is this little girl mm-hmm. giving me orders? And I just I just do it because <laughs> I feel like my grandmother is talking to me. Mm-hmm. But her, her ancestral energy um, reminds me. Of the work that must be done. And yeah. I know that I have to be healthy and my best self for her. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is doing the work of community. is honoring my gifts. It's um, just being a better woman in person. So right. I, I give her a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. But I thank God for 
for gifting me her. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the the writer, but she has a book called Teaching My Mother to Give Birth. Mm. And I, in a lot of ways, I feel like my daughter gave birth to me. Okay. Okay. So yeah. she's my inspiration. My mother, mm-hmm. um, of course, who has always supported my art. Yeah. Um, my my father is and my grandmother are great ancestral ins- inspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, but but. The diaspora as a whole. Yeah. When I think about what we come from and who we are, it's like I just, I just gotta be great. Right. Right. You have no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's all over you, as I stated. Um, you know, your light has shined brightly for a very long time. Thank you. Um, and so I want to be able to just kind of go back, and so I want you to repeat what's going on as it relates to uh, the Youth Leadership Academy. Yeah. The date of that. Um, and how people can follow along and find out what's going on with that. So if you could share that. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the Youth Leadership Academy is hosting our annual Youth Career Summit and um, Career Work. I'm sorry, Parent Workshop. That is Saturday, March 14th, 2020, and it's going to be from 9 to 4 p.m. We will have registration um, or applications available, but for now you can follow Fellowship Chapel or James E. Wildsworth Junior Community Center on Facebook and Instagram and we'll make announcements that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're super excited about this again because it's centered around the census, and the theme is Stand Up and Be Counted. So we're really focusing on inclusion mm-hmm. and making sure that if you're not a par- part of the conversations at the table, that you create your own table. Right. And then also, you know, for the census, mm-hmm. you know, you have a, a, a part of the uh, community that feels like, you know, it's intrusive, um, you know, and there's no value around that. Can you just speak a little bit to that? Uh, as it, how is it, why is it important to someone that's your age? Yeah, I think that it's important. I think of more tangible ideas like um, people needing to be counted in a neighborhood so that we have access to what we need, mm-hmm. like a grocery store. Right. Um, we have to travel so far to get to a Whole Foods, and Whole Foods may not be the best example of what we need. Mm-hmm. But if I want to buy organic or I'm plant-based, I have to make that trek. I can't get everything I need at a, at a glory. Right. So I think about, about it in that way and mm-hmm. just making sure, because I, I have, you know, my qualms with government, mm-hmm. with all things American government. Right. But I think the census is so important so that our, our voices are, may not feel heard, mm-hmm. but it's so important to just be counted spatially. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And then, you know, as it relates to what you're working on, Raina Baker, if someone were to uh, desire to get in touch with you so that they can bring their stories to light so you can help guide them in their creative mm-hmm. um, pathway, how may they reach you again? You can reach me via email at Raina, R-A-I-N-A, B as in boy, dot intersection at gmail.com. Or follow me on Instagram. It's Raina Rising, R-A-I-N-A-R-I-S-I-N-G. And I do respond to DMs. <laughs> Very good. So, Raina, I'm just, you know, I'm grateful for you to take the time out to come and sit with me. It's been a joy uh, for us to be able to catch up. You know, uh, we have to catch up on air, but it's good for us to catch up. And I'm so incredibly proud of you. Um, you know, can't wait to see what, what comes uh, in the near future, can't wait to see what uh, your daughter brings to light. Uh, and so, um, again, thank you so much for thank coming Thank you out. for having me. I'm honored. Okay, you're welcome. Okay. So, audience, you have been listening to Community. We talk about unique pathways and one common goal. And I'm winding down with uh, Raina Baker. Young
young lady doing great things in the city of Detroit. Until next time, peace. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.